You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz. And we're talking about how Zoya Akhtar brought us another film on Netflix this time, Kogae Hamkaha. And we are now speaking to Jeevan Sangha, popular culture columnist. Jeevan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Now, what is the movie about for those who aren't familiar? Yeah, so for those who haven't seen it yet or haven't seen it pop up on Netflix yet, Kogae Hamkaha centers on three young people living in Bandra. Um, their childhood sort of best friends, and it basically, without giving too much away, follows their relationships as friends and their personal relationships um, as they evolve in the modern age, um, and it takes a particular focus with how social media impacts their relationships with each other and their relationships with their respective partners. Certainly. And I will say one of the things I'm noticing that a lot of people are saying when they talk about this film is they're saying it's a timely Gen Z update of the film Dil Chata Hai. Would you say that's fair? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Dil Chata Hai, I mean, I would say that Koge Hamkaha perfectly fits within the sort of Akhtar trio friendship movie universe. Um, you kind of have the beginning of the the Dilchata head, and now the Koge Hamkaha. I think the one thing that sort of sets it apart is that it isn't necessarily a travel movie. Um, the other two films, like they really focus on three friends at a specific point in their life, and then they go on a trip, and then all these things come to light. Um, Koge Hamkaha is a little different, but I think what is interesting is this kind of triad dynamic, these like three people um, who have known each other for a really long time and something happens that brings all their relationships to a head. Um, And I think what sets this movie apart as well is the fact that it's not all three of the friends aren't the same gender. So Mm -hmm. in Dojatahe and in Zimigidamirigidavara, the the three core friends are all men. Um, Whereas in this one, um, you have Ananya Pange who plays Ahana, who is the the one woman who is still one of the bros, is still a friend. It doesn't really change things up too much, but um, it does add some nuance to the story. That's a really good point, because I never realized that, right, with those past movies, they tend to all be the same gender. It was kind of nice to have a little bit of a mix there. And let's talk about Ananya Pandey. I have to say she's one of those actresses where I sort of have mixed feelings about, but I thought her performance in this film was incredible. What did you make? Yeah, I mean, I have to admit I haven't always been an Ananya Pandey, like, super fan. Um, but I think that we've seen over the past few years, like, her progression as an actor, as an artist. Like, I thought her performance in Gehenaya, even though it was a, a smaller part, was pretty strong. And I thought in this movie, like, and, and one thing I struggle with, too, is I'm, I can't figure out if I liked it because her performance was great or if I just really liked her character. Mm-hmm. Um, or I felt like her character was... Like, her character was just, it felt like such a real person, like someone I would know um, in my day-to-day life. But I thought she did a really good job. I think she brought a sort of naturalness to this character. It felt like, yeah, like I said, like someone that you could just, like, meet in your life or that you already know, someone you're already friends with who, you know, kind of makes some of the decisions that she makes. Um, I thought that she was definitely a highlight for me. 
Oh, certainly. I think when I look at the trio, she definitely stood out as a character. And one of the scenes to me in the movie, and this is not a spoiler, so don't worry. uh, It was the moment where she was going to post on her Instagram and she wanted to make it seem like her birthday party was like a really good time. So she puts on this outfit. She takes this mirror selfie and she's ready to go. But in reality, she's not going out anywhere. She quickly takes all that outfit. She removes the makeup and she's just sitting at home with her parents. And I just thought like that was such an interesting moment. Well, what did you make of that? Because I thought that really kind of represented just how, you know, we are so connected, especially the younger generation. We're connected on social media, yet we feel so isolated. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, when I watched that, I was like, okay. And this was a part of the reasons why I felt I liked that character was because these are things that people do. Like, these are things that people in our lives probably do sometimes. They, you know, maybe this is a slight exaggeration, but, like, you know, people always sort of um, play up their lives through social media and they kind of give it a little extra masala and, you know, maybe that didn't happen to them. Um, And, yeah, it just felt, like, very relatable. I think that sometimes, um, like, I feel like like one thing that I really appreciate about this movie and about this character in particular is that they showed social media. I mean, it was still pretty, like, simple as a plot device, but social media, they added a little bit more nuance nuance to how they portray and it wasn't just social media bad people good it was like really exploring how social media has become this pillar and how we experience the world like we don't just experience our relationships and then capture them and then other people experience them on social media within our relationships as well social media impacts how we view the other person um how we get people's attention how we um you know maybe perceive the ways that they deal with different fallouts of different kinds of relationships. And we're just like kind of there taking these like tiny like likes or story likes or whatever it is and like treating that as actual communication. That's right. And I liked also the other character that was explored, though she was kind of a side character. There was that influencer character in particular who really stood out to me and sort of just made me question, like, you know, why do we do all this? You know, the way we kind of put ourselves out there and we kind of fabricate this world. Like, I just thought she itself, the influencer, I'm going to call her, was fascinating, too, because it really does give you kind of an insight on what it's like to be an influencer. And I will say it didn't look like it was a fun time, if you ask me. It just looked like it was, my God, this is so much work. Yeah, it did. It kind of, it does peel the curtain back a bit, I think, on, um, like what it takes to be an influencer and I think really like I mean it's I mean it's one of those things where I'm like I'm not gonna be like oh my god it is so hard to be an influencer <laughs> but I think that there is something to be said about um what that must mean for your brain and for your psyche if like your identity and your day-to-day life is like married to these brands and is married to your lifestyle is married to selling things and selling a concept of yourself as opposed to being yourself. Um, I think that like the influencer sort of subplot here um, was also like, it was, it was really like effective in the fact that it was like simple and straightforward. Um, And I think it was like useful for people who maybe um, like don't think twice about what it means to be an influencer or um, what that means for people in relationships with them. Like what, can that disconnect look like with someone who is not in that world? 
Totally. And I feel like with one of the characters, particularly Neil, who was the gym fitness trainer, you were seeing him somebody who was trying to be this influencer. And you kind of see the struggles that he's having to try to sort of get into that world. And to me, I think what I appreciate about this movie is that I feel like if you were somebody who doesn't belong to this generation, I felt it gave them just a really good understanding of, you know, what are the challenges and the struggles? Did you feel that way? Yeah, I just thought there was something that was really timely. Like it, it, it brings you right into the time period like that we're in right now. What a lot of people are dealing with, like you know, one of the other characters, um, Imad, who is played by Sadan Chaturvedi. Like they talk a lot about his experience on dating apps and what it's like to kind of like have access to meeting all these different kinds of people. But what does that mean when you're like sometimes not fully emotionally there to accept? something deeper, which is kind of like this ongoing struggle that he faces. It's like he has access to all these women, but like, how does he actually go deeper? Um, so I think that there was like a lot of each character represented a different sort of facet of not just internet, like romantic relationships, but also internet friendships because it impacts their relationships with each other. Um, and also, but also without like, without painting it as like simply a bad thing. Like, I don't think yeah. it ever just, just says, well, you should just live, like, an anti-phone life, and, like, that's that. It just means, like, we have to, I think it just illustrates that we have to be conscious of how we relate to our devices, how we relate to social media, and, like, the role we give it permission to play in our life. Totally. And I, I think it really, like you said, it's interesting how each character sort of brings in this different perspective. Now, of course, this is a film coming from Zoya Akhtar, and not too long ago, she released The Archies, which... We both really weren't a big fan of, but what do you make of this film? Was this film a good comeback for her? Oh yeah, she needed that. Like I watched, <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, oh, she needed that. Like I just, I was like, thank God, because <laughs> girl, like I just could not with the arches. I didn't understand. I just felt like it didn't fit in her repertoire well at all. Like logically, um, narratively, I didn't understand how the art it, the Archie just didn't feel like a Zoya movie and maybe it's because she didn't have as strong of a role in producing it but I think here you know Farhan Akhtar is also an executive producer um, and her longtime writing partner Rima Kotki is also a producer and writer I believe and you can really tell like you can just really tell that it's a very classic Akhtar movie is it like the strongest in her repertoire no but I would also say it wasn't a for film release so I think um, that makes a big difference. Um, but I think it was like, I think it was solid. I think it was cool. And I think what I really, what I always appreciate about the actor's work in Bollywood is it does like fill this gap. Um, it really tries to push the needle forward and to one, like, I mean, how many movies about friendship do we get in Bollywood period? True. Um, and two, how many do we get that like kind of get into these like really interesting dynamics um, and like, make like Bill Joplin at the time revolutionized in cinema, right? Like it completely changed what kinds of, we would not have a Kahonaho if it wasn't for a Bill Joplin. Um, and Karen Bohr said that himself. So I think it's really thinking about, um, like these kind of films are important, even if they're not the strongest hitters, they kind of push us to reconsider the themes that we can explore within Bollywood when, you know, we so often see the same things. And especially right now when we're in this like sort of, um, hyper big blockbuster Javon Breton sort of movies. Um, how how do we like also make space for stuff that like, you know, connects with the youth because 
a lot of youth in India too, like they end up watching like Western cinema because, you know, they end up like not feeling fully represented in Bollywood cinema. So um, I think, yeah, I think it was needed for sure. It was needed, and it was a good comeback for Zoya. So I was really happy. I enjoyed it. And I think, like you've been saying, even throughout this conversation we're having, it was very timely, very, very timely, and it was effective. And I think that's why a lot of us really enjoyed the film. So, Jeevan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. Thanks. Take care.